1: Hey everyone, there was a time when Celebration Station, World, and Club Roxy were popping at the same time in H-Town, but those days are now gone and so are some of the historic places many of us grew up with. Lead producer Dina Kespa and Houston sports radio legend Lance Zerline join me on one of my favorite episodes from earlier this year to reminisce about legendary H-Town places. It's Thursday, September 14th, 2023. I'm Raheel Ramzanali and here's what Houston's talking about. Oh my God. Lance Zerline is on CityCast Houston. I'm so excited to have one of my longtime friends on. And we also have lead producer Dina Kespa. Lance, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing all right. How are you, Dina? I'm doing great. How are y'all? Doing all right. So we're going to be talking about things that no longer exist. Places, restaurants, malls, so many different things. But before we get into that, what current place today would wreck you if it closed down? Oh man, you know what? I'm gonna make it a brand name.
0: Basically the Pappas restaurants. If the Pappas restaurants, and I'll go specifically, let's say Papacitos, right? Mm. I think that would be the one because that one speaks to like when I was, you know, like in college, that was the the hotspot for Tex Mex. It was like there's a lot of memories tied to Papacitos and Pappas company has been you know, such a name brand here in the city of Houston. Like, it'd be sad to see a a big name kind of go. That would kind of, that would suck for me.
1: Yeah. Well, you can actually experience that feeling if you just go to Hobby Airport because they just kick (laughs) poppers out. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. How about you, Dina? It's
2: going to be Phoenicia Deli. It's grown significantly since I was a kid, but now they've got their own restaurant and everything. And if that was ever to just completely poof, disappear, I would be so heartbroken.
1: Yeah, that's a good one right there. For me, yeah. it would be, it's not like I go to this place, but it's such a, like, it's such an anchor of driving down 59. But if Colorado strip club closed, I'd be like, what? <laughs> Whatever <laughs> happened to that place? Because the, the, the bright lights, like wow. growing up, fair, I was like, fair. what is this place? This is so, I would always ask my dad, like, what is this place? <laughs> like, it looks so cool. So let's jump into this. We've got a lot of different categories. We've got entertainment. We've got department stores, restaurants, iconic places. I think the first one I want to bring to the table is the most obvious one, World. Mm-hmm. right? It's no longer there. It's just a pretty much a field for the Houston rodeo uh, stalls that just sit there all year long. But World is an iconic Houston place. But I just want to get a memory from everyone about World. What sticks out? about Astroworld to you, Lance? Well, so for me, I did not go a ton. My parents
0: didn't take me, but I went with my friend. You know, if I went, I would go with friends. And so I only went like three times, but the one that sticks out to me is my friend, Michael. Uh, He wanted to go see his girlfriend. And so me and another guy named Todd, who was an older kid who drove us into Astroworld. And then Michael, who was afraid of heights, got up on a, a ride and just had the worst experience of his life. Just a horrific oh, experience. And I was standing in t- line next to Todd, and I was just thinking, I just don't know if I want to do this. He kept staring at it and staring at it, and he goes, bleep this bleep, and just got out of line. we have <laughs> been waiting in line like 40 minutes. We were almost at the front, and we had to back out, and I've never been happier to walk through a line it should have been a walk of shame but it was a walk of complete joy nice. that i didn't have to take this horrific ride where it was just one of those things that just dropped you from the sky you know 150,000 feet until you almost threw up that so that's like my big memory is being able to get off of that ride out of the line before it ruined my whole day. So other people have great memories. I just have the only memory I can think of is, thank God, I almost died that day.
2: How about you, Dina? So mine isn't necessarily something that happens like rides in Astroworld. It has to be the prep part. My family would get up super early in the morning. My mom would make a bunch of sandwiches. And you know, you're not allowed to bring food from the outside world in. And we'd somehow maneuver ways on like, okay, let's hide the sandwich here let's hide it under this scarf in our bag hide the water like that is like elite memories for me anytime we go anywhere where you have to pay for food as an immigrant (laughs) into like a theme park
1: we're we're sneaking sneaking it
2: all in how are you gonna make a pay for our water (laughs) like hell no
1: absolutely (laughs) my mom used to get us the season pass and we would go all the time like that was our (laughs) place to be and i remember one october one that used to have uh fright fest i think it was called Mm. Uh, we went into the haunted house and I was probably, you know, nine or 10 years old. So I go in with my older brother and I start crying. I got so scared. I started crying. <laughs> and a bunch of dudes from A-Leaf were like, come on, let's go. You roll with us. And they actually punched one of the characters Dang. in the haunted house. That's the so A-Leaf wild. right there. That's what we do. <laughs> they literally punched the guy. They're like, you ain't scared us," And they just punched him. So. I'll never forget that, crying and then laughing so hard.
0: That story could be told anywhere, though, if it's A-Leaf. For real. I'll never forget a time that I was going into a Burger King. so true. And this guy, you know, was by the bathroom and somebody from A-Leaf punched him. Like, that could be anywhere in
1: Houston. (laughs) Anywhere, anywhere. All right, Lance, you start. What do you got for us for the entertainment side? Oh, I love this one, Fame City. Mm. So that was the spot, like a Dave & Buster's
0: before there were Dave & Buster's there was Fame City. And so it was a water world or water complex or funplex. But you just went and it was like a giant mall, basically, with all kinds of games and things to do. Like kids from different schools would go there. And that's where you kind of, you know, kicked it with other kids or you try yeah. to meet friends, you try to meet girls or or guys. That was the, the first hookup before you had People were really going to malls. Mm. Fame City was where you really hung out because you actually had fun back there. Mm.
1: Absolutely, and it's now called Funplex. It's still around. Mm-hmm. Waterworks isn't around anymore, which was the water park connected to Fame City slash Funplex. Mm-hmm. But Funplex is still there. Actually, on Mo, the Netflix show <laughs> where Mo Mar, uh, you know, showcased the city of Houston they actually went to funplex now he did drink lean on a ferris wheel which i don't know if we should be promoting but (laughs) funplex was featured and it's open i drive by it all the time so it's still there that's cool Mm -hmm. how about you dina it was gonna be the
2: shows that funplex used to have you know how they had that that stage back then with like the weird random little palace on the stage Mm -hmm. built they used to have really fun little princess shows um, it doesn't oh. really exist anymore. That's something that really happened for a short period in the 90s when I was a kid, but now yeah. they don't exist anymore, which I'm sad about.
1: It They don't. Do y'all remember Celebration Station? It's yes. no longer there, and it, for the longest time, it was holding on like in the early 2000s, yeah. but it got closed down, and then it was just like graffitied up, yeah. and now it's just a grass field. Celebration wow. Station one going down 59 in Hillcroft, that's so iconic. Wow, it's grass now? yeah
2: i would
0: say there's also and i don't know if it fits into this category necessarily but like historically uh, houston was at the forefront of like a 90s late 80s and into the early to mid 90s dance music scene mm-hmm. there was all these dance clubs that popped up but power tools was one that was a really huge spot like it was on par in terms of being at the forefront with New York in terms of that type of that type of scene. And, and people who are involved in that scene, the record rack, which was, you know, uh, a dance music store that was in uh, the, um, uh, the Montrose area as well. Hmm. It's not like the fun little kid place like we're talking about, but that was like a major, major subculture here in the city of Houston that was really, really big for people for Gen Xers at one particular time. Do y'all remember Coco Loco? No. Oh yeah,
2: I have zero
1: memory. Is it still there? I live
0: by Coco Loco. Well, actually, there've been multiple Coco. There's, I think, there's been different locations for Coco Loco.
1: Mm. I always remember hearing it on the radio, and I was like, "Oh man, Coco Loco is the place to be." That is cool.
2: <laughs> what is Coco Loco? I have, I'm like trying to remember it, but I have zero memory of this place.
1: It was like a a, a Latin club off of Hillcroft, right, Lance? Yeah.
0: Coco Loco's right down the street from me still although it's not it's no longer Coco Loco it's like a church now. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> so yeah, it went from being Coco Loco to a church. Wow. But yeah, it's right down Hillcroft uh before you get to West Park.
1: And then Club Roxy was one that you and I are familiar with Lance because our first jobs together uh, when I worked at Lance at 1560 The Game, our studio used to be above Club Roxy. And on random Friday and Saturday nights when we were working, Club Roxy was popping. And then all of a sudden, it just shut down one day. Oh, wow. Did you know? So they opened
0: it back up, Rehealed. They, they want to turn it into a food court. Man. A, it smelled terrible. And B, like they started pulling out mattresses. They were pulling out. What? Stuff. They were trying to gut the entire thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. God,
1: mattresses What
0: happened in here. Y'all have some like
2: PG-13 R rated memories. Like I have no clue what these clubs are. Maybe I was too young at that time.
1: And then what's the deal with churches taking over our famous places, right? You mentioned Coco Loco is now a church. How about the summit? Of course, that's the most popular spot and it's now Lakewood Church. Like churches are taking over.
0: Yeah. I didn't think about that Funplex. When is Funplex going to become a church? Oh man, uh, it's hanging in. It's still <laughs> hanging in. So I guess yeah, it won't so, go anywhere. I don't
2: think it's going anywhere. It either
0: becomes that, or maybe room for a Top Golf. Oh, oh
2: no, I hope Let's not. Not not, no. not in our neighborhood, please no.
1: Let's go to restaurants. Iconic restaurants that are no longer around that you remember. Lance, you want to go first on this one?
0: Prince's, oh. Prince's. It used to be on Fifty Nine. Oh. Uh, Prince's is around forever. And I used to go there after doing, me and John would do shows at 610. We would go over there, and we'd get our burgers at like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. They would be open. But Prince's Burgers were an old-school Houston institution that shut down um, quite a few years ago. Yeah. How about you, Dina?
2: It's going to be CeCe's on Memorial in Derry-Ashford. That used to be the largest one from my memory as a kid because they used to have like three stories, and they're like different sections. And the bottom floor was an arcade. It was like all a bunch of these like retro games that used to like put a quarter into play, and uh, that was like my favorite memory. Honestly, the CCs and then Ryan's. Okay, listen,
1: that's the one I was. going to Ryan's gonna think
2: of. on Highway Six had the best, hands down, butter rolls and like honey butter dip thing that you used to get with your rolls. Yes. Those, ugh, to this day, oh yeah, I try to find it. Like I'm like, can I buy this somewhere? This butter was amazing. How do I get my hands on Man. it?
1: Ryan's Buffet. How about Black Eyed Peas, by the way? Black Eyed yeah, Peas just Black disappeared Peas out of nowhere. Gone. Yeah, Bennegan's used to be around in Houston. That's oh, yeah. gone. Um, That's a really good one, actually. The My favorite was Poncho's oh, on ponchos. 59. I know that, yeah. <gasps> There's still a Poncho's around somewhere on the north side, everyone keeps telling me. But the one on 59 that was, like, was the one that you would go yep. to uh, if you got straight A's. You would always get yep. a gift certificate and you'd go there my mom would come with me, but she would never eat. She would just watch me eat because it was free for me. <laughs> so, it was so weird. Hey, can we talk about how like Chuck E. Cheese, how is Chuck
0: E. Cheese still open? How has somebody not done that concept, but better with these machines that actually yeah. work and better games and, <laughs> yeah. and better food? I was at West Oaks Mall at the Chuck E. Cheese because that was the spot if you lived up at Pecan Grove. And some little girls started pulling on Chuck e.'s tail and chucky like turned and smacked her i like all the kids backed off they were all hassling chucky it was like lights out then everyone shut it down
1: i'm telling you lance i think chucky e. cheese the the rat is connected like he has mob ties because he got pistol pete's removed from the city of houston Dang. pistol pete's used to be a big institution here <laughs> and all of a sudden chucky e. cheese came in and took over All right, let's stick with malls. Since you brought up West Oaks Mall, I think that's one that we all remember. Uh, Dina, you go first. What mall do you remember that's no longer around or has changed?
2: West Oaks has changed dramatically from when I was a kid. Like that was the mall that we would go to. I mean, there was a Saks Fifth Mm -hmm. Avenue in that mall. You look at it today. It was a nice mall. It was a nice Mm -hmm. mall. Like that's like where we all used to go to hang out. We'd eat the mall food there. I mean, now it's just gone downhill so bad. I know the main part of the mall has completely shut off. It's closed. Yeah. A lot of places have vacated. Now it's like kind of sort of an outlet in a way. Like the Dillard's there is an outlet yeah, style, an outlet. which is great, by the way. I still go there despite everyone saying, oh, my God, if you go there, you're going to get shot in the parking lot. But I mean, <laughs> no, it's not, it's not, that, not bad. that bad. People, I feel like, are dramatic. They just judge it because of it looks run down, which it does. Yeah.
1: So, when I was working at ESPN, Lance, I would come in from Westheimer. So, I would go by West Oaks Mall. Um, and there used to be a Macy's there, yep. and I would go to that Macy's all the time. Yeah. But now the parking lot is like a motorcycle training school or a driving school. Mm. Like, you'll just I see didn't people. Even know this. Yeah. yeah no it's idea so that happened in West Oaks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one I remember is. Westwood Mall. And that used to be next to Sharpstown Mall. Westwood was on 59 in Bissonette. Mm. It's now like an IT tech school or something. But do you guys remember Westwood <laughs> <Yes>. Mall? <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. oh my God, Westwood. You either went
1: to Westwood or
0: West Oaks when I was a kid. And West Oaks was like the nicer one. So Mm -hmm. you could go into
1: Houston further and then that's where you would go watch movies. Mm Because you'd
0: go see movies maybe at Westwood.
1: They had a better selection. Yeah, And then of course, Sharpstown Mall, it's still there, but it's now called Plaza Americas. But the OG Sharpstown was the best. Yeah,
2: it's not the same either. Yeah.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Okay, I want to keep this moving because the next one is one that kind of sparked this conversation from an earlier episode of Citycast Houston when we had the chef from Fat Eatery on and we were mm. talking about grocery stores that no longer exist and Oshan mm. came up and that was like, "Oh my god, Oshan, that was so much fun to talk about. Dina, you remember Oshans, right?"
2: Oshan is like It has a special place in my heart. I don't know why. But every time I hear that word, it takes me back to the memory of like school shopping. Because right when you entered, it was massive warehouse. And all you see are all these school uniforms like lined up. Like, insane amount of yeah. uniforms and backpack.
1: And school supply kits.
2: And school supply kits. That was my memory. Was it kind
1: of like a Costco in a way? Or, like, what was <gasps> it like? It was like it was it was like Costco meets Randall's Kmart? meets like... Uh, Target. Like, it was everything. And yeah. they also have like, a live seafood yes. place in there. It was yeah.
2: crazy. It was massive.
1: By the way, is Randall's going to be featured on CityCast in, like, six
0: years? <laughs> yeah. Because they've really... Taken a, they've really taken a dive over the years. Mm. I remember when Randalls came in and they were the store. Like, wow, yeah. this is. And then HEB yeah. smoked them, and Kroger tried to upgrade. And like, I I almost yeah.
2: never
1: go to Randalls. Gives me the blues now when I go into a <laughs> Randalls. Is there only one Randalls left, and that's in west Westview? Because the one in Sugarland closed down.
2: Dang. What about the one in Galveston?
1: I don't know if that one's there. <gasps> I, I don't remember seeing it. Oh, no. And then Albertsons used to be part of the Randall's family, right? And they tried for a hot minute to get into the Houston market, but then they got kicked out as well.
2: That's sad.
1: Yeah. Last one, department stores that we grew up with that are no longer around. Do you remember any, Lance? Oh,
0: yeah, for sure. So when I was young, we had a Wieners and we would go there. Yes. um, Either there or Fava. There was another place called Fava. But um, Wieners was one that you would go to and they had everything. Like from a department store standpoint, that was the spot that you went to get everything that you need to. You needed church clothes. You needed school clothes. Your mom would try to get you tennis shoes. And you're like, I don't know if these shoes are going to make me run fast. (laughs) You got everything at Wieners.
1: (laughs) Do you remember Mervyn's?
2: Mervyn's. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Mervin's was the spot. That, was the that spot. one was cool, and I think it's now just a Marshalls, right off of Fifty Nine, yeah. next to Aga's. Yeah. It, it used to be right there, and it's just a Marshalls now. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's
1: just a Marshalls. Damn. How about you, Dina? Do you remember any department stores?
2: Mervin's was the one I was going to mention. That was yeah. the one my dad would always take us to. He was like, "Let's go to Mervin's," and it's like a whole field trip.
1: <laughs> That's so awesome, Lance. Do you remember just for feet on Westheimer and one in Sugarland? Oh yeah.
2: No, I that remember that. That one was
1: cool. That one had a, like a half court basketball court. You could go try on Damn. the shoes and hoop in, and then we would just roll yeah. up there and just play basketball all the time. But now it's like a recruiting center.
0: You know, it does kind of suck. I mean, it's it's just the way capitalism works. But I remember when Walmart came into to where I was living, and that's like a really big deal. But then you know the mom and pop start shutting down when mm-hmm. you have WalMarts, and now you have Amazon's, yeah. and you have everything, and it does kind of take away all these memories that we have and you think about it in 20 years, this conversation will kind of be obsolete because they won't have any of the small mom and pop mm-hmm. or the very small chains. I don't even know if they can exist in today's climate in terms of malls or grocery stores, department stores, but um, it's going to be a lot harder mm-hmm. just because of where we are in terms of
1: society is it's everything's much more in bulk and it's much more centralized okay wild card before we get out of here one place that we haven't talked about lance anything come to mind yeah the computer store um
2: oh i know what you're talking
1: about circuit city
0: circuit city that's it that was the jam (laughs) you would go to circuit city for everything
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh man circuit City. and i know
0: that was a national brand that shut down but circuit city would be the one that i was thinking of
1: That's really good. How about you, Dina? What's your wild card?
2: It's going to be Sahara Bakery that was on Bel Air and Highway 6. They used to make Mm. fresh baked bread every Sunday morning, like thousands of them. And they were the pita breads. And my dad used to go in and pick up like the rotted ones, the ones that you can't eat. And he would feed it to the ducks in a neighborhood. Granted, you shouldn't be given bread to ducks. We only learned that years (laughs) later but that that (laughs) place was amazing it was family owned they'd always have the freshest most delicious bread and it's just not there anymore
1: oh man yeah i've got my wild card is well there's two of them there are two south asian restaurants like the original ones uh there's a place called shake chili i don't know if you ever went there dina do you remember the name no i don't and then there was another one called silver spoon And that was like one of the OG South Asian places that eventually disappeared. And I think that was a location that Aga's bought that, you know, like their first location. So yeah, those two are my wild card. What a trip down memory lane. What a fun conversation. Lance, thank you so much for joining us. That was a lot of fun, man. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been a fun time. That was awesome. Thanks, y'all. That was Dina Kespa and Lance Erline. You can listen to Lance every weekday morning on ESPN Houston and read his work on NFL.com. So who else do you want to hear on CityCast Houston? From your favorite writers to radio hosts and news anchors, let us know by contacting us with the info in our show notes. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening and I hope you learned something new.
0: Alief, when I was younger, was the boogeyman of of areas in Houston where you always heard about, oh, man, crazy stuff goes. I, I don't even want to say it on CityCast because I don't know what we can say. Yeah. But <laughs> I would hear wild stuff about Alief.